Hi, everybody. Welcome to STEM, STEM Stories from the Swamp again. This time, Grace and Madison are back to talk about traumatic brain injuries and how it's more than just a bump in the head. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. We're back. And in case you forgot, I'm Grace and this is Madison. Now, for this episode... Madison and I are going to discuss TBI, what it is, you know, the different types, and then we're going to get into our own personal lives, but not too much because, you know, that's a little weird. Um, so I'll start us off. Um, I don't know how many people out there know what TBI is, but TBI stands for traumatic brain injury. It's also called the silent epidemic because a lot of people don't know they've had what would be considered, you know, like a concussion or whatever. They just think their brain was a little rattled and, you know, they walk it off. Not not a good idea. Usually they fall over though. But anyways, um, and this is, so TBI is when you sustain any injury that affects how the brain works. And, you know, that could be from a bump, a blow, a jolt. You know, you could be trying to go over that dog gate and then you trip over your own feet and fall. And then you put a boo-boo on your head. Take it away, Madison. All right, so there are many types of TBIs. Um, there are three main types that affect different um, each person differently, and they may change over time. Uh, mild TBI, or also known as a concussion, is when you get hit in the head that causes your head and brain to move quickly back and forth, so it's like your head is um, bouncing off your skull. It's like a bobblehead. <laughs> The sudden movement can cause the brain to bounce around and or twist in the skull. Um, this leads to chemical changes in the brain and the stretching and damaging of brain cells, which we all know is not good. <laughs> These changes in the brain can lead to symptoms that can affect how a person thinks, learns, feels, acts, and or sleeps. Um, many times, if an individual such as an athlete suffers from a concussion, they are taken out of school and stay home in a dark room and are not allowed to use electronics because it does not help the brain heal. Um, mild TBIs are diagnosed with a CT scan, although it's not needed to spot um, the mild TBI unless the patient is at risk for a bleed of the brain. The next form is a moderate TBI, which is obviously a little more hurtful. Um, this can lead to long-term or lifelong health problems that may affect all aspects of the individual's lives. Um, these problems have been described as being similar to the effects of a chronic disease. Um, those who suffer from a moderate TBI may need ongoing care to help with their recovery. Um, some things that may be hard are their activities of daily living, which could just be doing the dishes or going to the bathroom. The final form of a TBI that we're going to talk about is a severe TBI. Most people will have one or more health problems after the injury, such as physical symptoms, problems with thinking and learning, and changes to motor skills, such as hearing, vision, emotions, their mood, and their behavior. Um, after suffering from a severe TBI, a person's life expectancy becomes nine years shorter and this individual is 50 times more likely to suffer from a seizure, 11 times more likely to experience drug poisoning, and nine times more likely to suffer from an infection, and six times more likely to get pneumonia. Now I'm going to flip it back to Grace. 
All right, let's talk about some symptoms of moderate or severe TBI. All right, now we're gonna start with the thinking and learning category. So usually there's a difficulty understanding and thinking clearly. There's sometimes trouble communicating and learning skills. Um, usually there's some sort of a problem concentrating, whether that be short period, long periods, it, it varies for everyone. Um, and then difficulty remembering information. Sometimes I can't remember my own name, but that's fine. Um, and then we're gonna get into motor skills, hearing and vision. So some people will experience weakness in their arms and legs. Um, some will have problems with coordination and balance. If you have seen someone take a serious blow to the head and then you try to watch them stand up, most of the time they walk like a drunken sailor and then they end up falling over just because their coordination's all sorts of messed up from you know their brain being rattled around a little bit. Um, you Sometimes people have problems with hearing and vision. Um, some, not often, there's a change in sensory perception, you know, such as touch. You might, some people lose feeling, but obviously TBIs are different for everyone. Um, for emotion and mood, some feel more emotional than usual. Um, they kind of go zero to a hundred. They could be, you know, super serious one minute and then super sensitive the next, um, that's why they kind of tell you to be careful with what you say around someone who had a concussion because you might be saying it in a joking way, but they might take it literally and, you know, hurt their feelings. And you don't want to make people cry. That's just rude. Um, some people, after having TBI, become nervous or anxious. Um, some people actually become more aggressive. Um, and then usually long-term effect-wise, there's some sort of sadness or depression that kind of takes over as time goes on, depending whether you got it treated to begin with or not. Um, then with behavior, you know, trouble controlling your behavior, um, such as, you know, personality changes, more impulsive than usual. Um, and so the recovery time is different for everyone. And some people recover in two weeks, but that doesn't mean you'll recover in two weeks. So it's more of like, Listen to what your doctor says. If he says you're not playing sports for two weeks, you better find a comfy spot in your bed, buy some nice pillows, tell your parents to get you a dog, unless you're allergic to dogs because that's a bad idea. But tell your parents that you want an animal to lay in bed with and do that. Because some people heal faster than others, especially if you have never had a TBI before and the severity of the TBI, whether you were conscious, unconscious, there's a whole bunch of factors that, you know, play a role into your healing process. Now, Madison over here is going to give us a little glimpse of her life. Um, okay, so when I was three years old, I suffered from a TBI. I um, fell off a balcony at my home that was 13 feet high. Me and my sister both fell off. That sounds painful. Um, I don't really know how I felt because I was so young, so I don't really remember much. I just remember getting told all the stories and now, um, all the symptoms that I suffer from now. So, I was in, um, the pediatric intensive care unit for a week and a half, which is very, uh, is a short period of time because many people who have suffered injuries that extensive where they fell off a balcony, um, 
would normally stay, would be in a hospital for longer. But since I was so young, I was able to bounce back um, faster and I seeked medical care right away. Um, so that also helped. From like the consequences that I suffer from now are um, chronic migraines that I have been put on medication for before, but um, I'm not on them continuously because once I get on them and I get them under control, um, the doctor takes me off them and I can go years without needing to be seen by neuro my neurologist. Um, recently there was discovered that I had a cyst from on my brain um, due to injury, but as of right now they don't um, see it causing any major issues so we will not be having brain surgery anytime soon. Um, but like Grace said, some people recover super fast, some don't. Um, for me, I wasn't in the hospital a long, for a long period of time, but I have suffered um, symptoms since then, like having seizures and having chronic headaches. It's different for everyone, but for me, luckily I was able to recover and now am a college student and going to be a physical therapist soon. So now we are going to kick it over to Grace and she's going to tell us a little about her life. Okay, so let me tell you something about my life. I should have invested in bubble wrap when I was a child, but I didn't because, you know, who got money for that? No one. Um, but so over the 21 years I have been alive, I have had, from what we know, 12 concussions. Now, we're talking anything from, like, tripping over my own feet and smacking my head on something, falling off the bed, you know, passing out in the shower, you name it. I've probably hit my head. Ooh, slipping on ice. You know, I did that this winter. That was dangerous. Um, but the one I don't really remember but that my parents remember and they claim was pretty serious, but, like, I don't know anything about it was so I played baseball with the boys yeah not the girls the boys um and this team we were playing against this kid was pitching high 90s mid high 90s and he decided he was gonna throw a pitch he's never thrown a day in his life before and I pretty much took it straight to the head straight to the head thank god for helmets otherwise lord knows where I'd be probably six feet under but anyways um so I took whatever nasty pitch it was he threw to the head I was knocked unconscious I can't tell you anything like I don't remember anything all I remember is like waking up in the hospital but like I don't remember quite how I got there like you know whether I was out for a while a little like I I couldn't tell you but you know I, I took a big old whack to the head and I still from all my lovely, fantastic concussions, which, you know, all have good stories, of course, but I won't bore you. Um, they, I still have long-term effects. Tinnitus, I get ringing in my ears, and I'm like, who the heck is calling me right now? I'm like, ah, no, that's just your brain. Nah, you good. No, no one's calling you right now. Um, you know, I get headaches every once in a while. Uh, I don't sleep. My circadian rhythm is so messed up, so I just don't sleep. Um, let's see, what else do I have? Um, I'm 21 going on 65. Catch me in the senior home. Um, let's see. 
I've been knocked unconscious with some of the concussions, but I think for most of them I've been conscious for. I think. I don't know. My attention spans like a squirrel, you know. Ooh, squirrel. Okay. All right, so if you guys enjoyed our podcast about TVIs, um, please subscribe and listen to our other classmates' STEM stories. So make sure you're subscribing to STEM Stories from the Swamp. Yeah, you better subscribe because I need money. I'd be broke. I can't even afford a McChicken sandwich. Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed our episode on TBI and thanks for supporting STEM Stories from the Swamp.